Welcome to the Creative Peoples Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Parfit, and I'll be having honest conversations with people in the creative industry to gain insight into their profession. My guest for today's episode is Marcia Pondai, a creatives project manager in our own business, and she's the host of the podcast called The Candid Creator, which reveals her inner thoughts on her entrepreneurial journey. So um, I think last time we spoke, I was telling you that I've recently started a new role, so yeah. more so in the creative project management role. So that's fun and exciting. So I'm getting ready to start that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so far right now, I'm just kind of doing my own thing and kind of preparing for that. As a creative project manager, I essentially work in, with an advertising agency. So you get companies that come through and they're like, hey, we've got this idea or we've got this brand, but we don't know how to make it cool, basically. We don't know how to make it look good for people. And then I work in collaboration with lots of different creatives. So we'll be working with digital designers and filmmakers and then people that specialize maybe in copywriting. And essentially, I liaise between the client, what they want, and then also sitting down with the creatives and saying, okay, guys, this is what the client wants. How can we kind of bring that to them in a really good way and also kind of do it within budget and within time? So that's what I do. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. So you get to meet <laughs> with loads of creative people as well. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's really interesting because you didn't go, you didn't start on the creative route, like studying something creative. So my journey was like all over the place, super convoluted. So I actually studied biomedical science. Lovely. (laughs) Yeah, so that was completely random. And then like halfway through uni, like second year, I was like, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm a creative person. I need to go out there and, you know, kind of express myself creatively. So I actually dropped out in second year. Yeah. um, And I went and pursued like videography work. So I was freelancing that for a little bit. And then I kind of did a U-turn again went into the IT world of IT and kind of like software testing. Then I saw the UX designer at my workplace there and I was like, oh man, I miss my creativity. Then I kind of swerved back again into the world of creativity. So it's kind of followed me around even when sometimes I felt like, oh, it's not a viable career choice or it's not something that can work. Yeah. And now you are and you're still like, maybe people who hear your role they might not think that's exactly creative but it's still Mm. in the creative field and that has advantages and disadvantages as well doesn't it it can be a bit of a roller coaster like what what is your experience has been like yeah I mean initially when I was actually so the story about how I got into creative project management is actually really interesting so I'd applied for a digital designer role yeah in the same company um And so, because I was like, you know what, I've got the skills and I've got the creative eye and the creative mind for it. I can definitely do the job really well. So I went through to the interview. The guy really liked me and he came back to me and he was like, but I think you'd be so good in like the project management area of it. Yeah. And I remember I asked him, I was like, um, do I still get to be creative? Because that's really why I applied for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was kind of looking at me like, of course, like he explained, obviously, he was like, obviously, you're not going to be the, the hands of it. But especially when you're working in the creative industry, regardless of, let's say, if you're a runner on a film set, it still kind of requires you to have the same, like a, at least a high level understanding of creativity to be able to apply yourself well. Yeah. So in my current role now, it's important for them to hire somebody who's got a creative eye because if I'm creating like a creative brief 
and I'm trying to understand what the client wants because sometimes you get clients and they're not the most creative person but you as the project manager um working in collaboration with your creative team you have to yeah. be able to kind of you're like a translator basically <laughs> translating something that's not so creative and then taking it to them and saying okay this is how we want to make it creative so it still needs you to kind of exercise your little your creative mind <laughs> that, that's that's the fun part of the job yeah yeah and so how's your podcast been been listening in it's been <laughs> wonderful like wh- why yeah. did why did you start a podcast Oh, yeah. So I started a podcast because I feel like oftentimes as creatives, one, we really struggle to really fully express and accept our own individual like creativity. And we struggle to know that with our own creative quirks, we can really make like a living out of it. And people love what we do. And I just wanted to be able to, I guess, challenge the status quo of what it was to be a creative and whether or not that was a creative as a content creator or someone who's like a digital designer and feels like they always have to be doing projects they don't want to do. I kind of wanted to provide a platform where I'd be like, I'm going to challenge that. So some of my earlier podcast episodes were more of talking about how I was coming off social media and how I was still going to continue to be a creative more authentically and fitting to me. Yeah. And I think it's part of that idea that I have continued to pursue creativity that's authentic to me, that's kind of led me into roles that I actually like in terms of this one, especially into a job that aligns with me as a person yeah. and who that kind of welcomes creatives and what they want. And I think there are lots of companies that do that. And maybe not so many mm-hmm. creatives know that they can be creative in their individual way and someone's going to want that. They don't have to compromise who they truly are or how they truly express themselves in exactly. order to then fit. Yeah, so that's why I mainly started it. It's growing and kind of molding into creative entrepreneurship but yeah yeah that was how it was yeah yeah that's the thing when when you start off with especially like content creation you have to like let it grow and shape and then you find your niche and find whatever suits you best and those listeners who enjoy that kind of stuff they they grow as well and they kind of grow with you it's it's a journey (laughs) yeah exactly exactly it's true and it's like I used to be really nervous and say oh what if in two years I'm no longer interested in doing this thing but I realized like some of the people that I still enjoy watching today from like four years ago they they grew but like you said I grew with them and I was learning along with them you know what I mean they weren't staying 2008 version of themselves exactly 2020 or 2021 so yeah yeah and agree. so creative entrepreneurship starting yeah <laughs> building building this business and helping have you been like are you in contact with any other people have you been helping like creating their own business trying to inspire them because I always find that interesting trying to inspire others because mm. again yeah. it, in this world it's not just about yourself it's like exactly trying exactly. to inspire others especially in the creative field we need more people <laughs> in the creative yeah, exactly. field <laughs> yeah we need we need to be inspiring each other so for me let's say if I'm not directly working or you know ask, let's say if somebody doesn't ask me for their advice for my advice rather I will kind of make a conscious effort to message people and give them really positive feedback there's um, a group of guys they're digital designers and they started a podcast called rule of thirds 
and I really liked their take on their podcast. It was different. They do like little audio shorts and it's really nice. They've really worked on their like um, sound production. And yeah. I just dropped them a nice email saying, you know, I really like this, this and this. And sometimes as a creative, because you're like, I'm trying something, I'm pushing the boat out a little bit. It's really uplifting for them to kind of see someone seeing that I'm pushing the boat out and they're receiving it well. So exactly, I definitely think sometimes you can kind of just passively, like you can not, you can indirectly kind of inspire somebody and then, also other times when people directly come and seek my advice and yeah I, I'm always telling people go out and do what you want exactly like, literal there's no other way <laughs> no no and I think definitely as as this world is growing as people are doing uh, making more of their own businesses they mm-hmm you have to think differently you can do a lot of stuff from home a lot of people they they work for to get like a degree and then they get this nine to five job and then it earns them this amount of money just so that they can get a house and get their mortgage or whatever but Mm -hmm. I think we're kind of losing the idea of you know this is a creative world we can like be inspiring others we should be creating things and That's that's a horrible side about money. When everything's <laughs> just about money, you kind of lose this concept mm-hmm. of the world. But mm-hmm. it's important. We as creatives need to stand together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think oftentimes we separate as creatives, we separate money and creativity. We say yeah. those things can't exist together. You but can't they can. be super creative. Exactly. And make lots of money when that's not the case. There are people that are ultra, they are purely creatives and they do really well for money, but they don't compromise their creativity or they don't just treat their creative streak as like a, just a hobby. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It should be, we should stop looking at down as oh it's just a hobby it is a proper job you can Mm -hmm. be a professional artist you can be a professional Mm -hmm. dancer and you can do something which you really enjoy and Mm -hmm. it still be a proper a real profession I can vouch for that in terms of like starting at this new company and the different creatives that we do work with like we need creatives companies of different types need creatives they need the dancers they need the acrobats they need the person who's doing the obscure style of art that we're not too sure about you know so there you're definitely a necessity in the society and I think yeah it's something to really think about yeah definitely so I'm just looking at the time our time has flown past it's just one (laughs) last one last question so what advice can you give to young people on like starting their own kind of creative business Well, the biggest piece of advice I would give is you just start. I think that's the first thing. I think trying to get it perfect from the jump is not going to happen. I don't know many people who have gotten it right, who got it right the first time. Yeah. So you've got to start and you've got to be really excited for the failures that are going to come your way because (laughs) (laughs) they're going to come, but they're going to come to help you get to where you're actually trying to get to so you've got to be really looking forward to the failures because you're like yes that means i'm one step closer thank you so much for listening to this episode of the creative people podcast with your host me naomi parfit you can check out marcia's podcast at the candid creator at rss.com i'll include a link in the description if you enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe 